Hi, everyone. Susie O here. Just want to let all of you know that the certificates of deposit at Alliant Credit Union are now at, for a six-month CD, 5%, a 12- to 17-month CD, 5.15%, and an 18- to 23-month CD, 4.90%. And for those amounts of $75,000 or more, just add on 0.5% to those rates. Go to myalliant.com and check it out. All right, Susie, KT, are you ready for today's podcast? Yeah, Robert, of course we're ready. Because we are unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm unstoppable, I'm a buzzer with no brakes, I'm invincible, yeah, I win every single game, mine's so powerful, I don't need batteries to play, I'm so confident, yeah, I'm unstoppable today. November 9th, 2023. Welcome, everybody, to the Women in Money podcast, as well as everybody smart enough to listen. Why are you, why are you laughing? Because you have the biggest smile on your face, and I can't figure out why. Oh. And I look over at you, and you're staring at me with this incredible smile, so I laugh. Anyway, welcome. You make me smile. You make me smile. But I'm really smiling because when you, you hear what I picked out, you're going to go crazy. <laughs> not going to go crazy. Oh All right. God. So this is the Ask KT and Susie. Anything. Podcast. And today, as I promised you on Sunday, that we were getting a lot, a lot, a lot of questions on series I bonds and what you should do about them because on November 1st, actually it was October 31st, but that's besides the point. On those dates, the interest rate for series I bonds changed to 5.27%. However, the big change was, as you know, <laughs> do you, right? I don't. <laughs> series I bonds are made up of a variable interest rate that is only good for six months, and the annualized interest rate was quoted at 3.94%. But the fixed interest rate, why are you laughing? Oh, here we go. Here we go. We're just starting. Sorry. I don't mean to laugh, but Susie, I have to tell you, when I started reading these, I felt so good. Do you know why? I knew I wasn't alone. <laughs> this is one topic I just cannot figure out or get a, a hand and that's a why on. a few times <laughs> but, but, ago we stopped investing in series i bonds oh my goodness <laughs> all right come on continue all right so i don't anyway, want to interrupt her. the new interest rate was made up of two really three components but the composite was 5.27 percent but the big hubbub is about the fixed interest rate which means it is forever of 1.30%. And many of you own Series I bonds. Those who bought the 7.12% one or the 9% ones have a 0% interest rate. So you have been hearing from, I don't even know who, but anyway, you have been hearing you should cash out your 0% fixed rate bonds and buy these new ones. So 
That has created a flurry of questions that Miss Travis has fielded and is going to ask me right now. Yeah, and listen, everybody, I'm not going to do names or intros or anything cute. I'm getting right to the point here. The reason is I've selected 12. I don't know if we can get through all of them, but it's just so confusing. So here we go. All right, ready? What if I said no? We're going. We're going for it. Susie, why is everyone saying that I should sell my I-bonds <laughs> I bought in November 2021 and in May 22 when you first told us to? I love the interest rate that I got at the time. So why should I be selling them now? Question number one. All right. And the reason that many people are saying that you should is that when we first started to talk about series I-bonds way back when, like two, three years ago now, whatever it is, the truth of the matter is interest rates in the world were at like 0%, maybe a treasury was at 1% or 2%, but series I-bonds were giving us 7%, 9%. But that was the variable rate that changes every six months, as I said just a little bit ago. It changes every November and May 1st, okay? Series I-bonds, as I also just said, are made up of two components, the variable rate and then there is a fixed rate that never changes. The fixed rate on the series I-bonds that you were buying is 0%. When your I-bond interest rate changes every six months, you don't get to participate on those I-bonds in what the new fixed rate is. The new fixed rate is 1.3%. So the interest rate that you are getting when the interest rate applies to you on your money is only going to be approximately 3.94%. So what everybody is, is saying is why not redeem them, buy new ones, and then you would be at 5.27% versus 3.94%. That's why they're saying you should do it. Katie, did that make sense? It did, but I have to barrel through these because these questions are, they sound like they're all the same, but they're actually not. All right. So the next one is, I have 10,000 of a zero fixed I-bond, $10,000. Do I have to redeem it all at once? Any I-bond, it doesn't matter when you bought it, what's going on with the interest rates. You never have to redeem 100% of that I-bond. You can redeem if you have a $10,000 I-bond. You can redeem $2,000, $1,000, any amount of money that you want. However, normally you have to leave at least $25 in there for your I-bond to, to still be keep valid. The yeah. The third question, if I change from an I-bond that is offering me a fixed rate of point. 90%. Mm -hmm. Should I redeem now to get the new fixed rate of 1.3%? Absolutely not. Listen, this strategy of redeeming your I-bonds to now purchase this new I-bond that was just issued at a 1.3 fixed percent only, in my opinion, really, really makes sense if you have a 0% 
fixed interest rate attached to your particular IBOM. If it's at 0.4% or the 0.90%, especially the 0.90%, it makes no sense whatsoever. All right. So this next one will address that exactly. Susie, I've been investing currently in CDs since I live in a tax-free state. However, I also listened to you and purchased $10,000 of I-bonds back in both 2021 and 2022 at a zero fixed rate. I don't need this money. Should I redeem both of them this year and buy the 1.3 fixed I-bond? The truth is, if you don't need this money and you are investing in I-bonds for the inflation protection, not just for the interest rate that you were getting, and are you better off taking this money and putting it in treasuries or CDs and locking up a higher interest rate? Are you better off doing that? Or was your objective, truthfully, not just to get the highest interest rate, but to have an investment that protects you against inflation, which is what series I bonds are supposed to do? Now, I get all of you are just freaked out about this 1.3% fixed rate. So in this particular case, if your objective is to have inflation protection, then yes, you should redeem the two bonds that you have to repurchase this 1.3% fixed rate bond. However, remember, there are many ways to put in more than $10,000, but just let's assume in your case, the maximum that you can put in to an I bond is $10,000 a year. So I personally would probably redeem one this year and reinvest it. Because remember, when you redeem it, you are going to owe income taxes on it, on the interest that you earned. So if you redeem both of them, now you're going to owe income taxes this year on the interest that you owed on both of them. And since you can't buy more than $10,000 this year, why not redeem one this year? Next year, January 1st, we're only like two months away from it, redeem the other one and buy this 1.3 fixed percent bond, I bond, next year. That's what I would do. You just always, everybody, want to make sure that when you redeem your IBON, that you are in the lowest interest rate that they're currently charging you. Because remember, you're going to have to pay a three-month interest penalty. So you don't want to pay it if you were still making 6% on your IBON or whatever. You want to make sure your IBON is charging you an annualized like 3 point something percent. All right. Okay, next question. I've been told that the 1.3% fixed interest rate means I can never earn less than 1.3%. Susie, is that true? That's your quizzy, Katie. Oh my God. I think the answer is no. Why would you say that it's a fixed interest rate? Because it said, I've been told that the 1.3 fixed interest rate means I can never earn 
less than 1.3%. Is that true? Yes or no? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You be So is it, KT? <laughs> all right. That is I'm a not little bit confused. That's all right. You that. can, because obviously whoever told this person that is also confused. It does not mean that. Please be aware, everybody, that the fixed interest rate isn't fixed if the inflation rate all of a sudden starts to deflate and it's under the 1.3%, you could actually then get that interest rate decreased. The good part about an I-bond is the interest rate can never go below 0%. So you can never have, no, KT, you can never but have zero. negative interest rates. Right. It's possible. Like if you bought tips, you'd be in trouble. So and tips, treasury, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Just I don't know what that. a tip is. You don't need, that's not what we're talking about right now. All right, go on. Okay, so question number six. Don't I get the new rate of I-bonds when my six months are up? So why should I redeem any of them and pay a penalty and taxes? Because if you have an I-bond that had a 0% fixed rate, you absolutely every six months get whatever the new declared interest rate is, the variable one. However, you don't get the 1.30% fixed rate. So that would mean that when your bonds get credited with a new interest rate, they're only going to get the variable rate, which is 3.94%. So you're not getting the 5.27 annualized yield. You're getting the 3.94% annualized yield. That's a big difference. What's wrong? So so do I get the new rate? So you don't get the new rate after they get the, the six new months, variable rate, but you don't they get don't the, get to participate ever in the new fixed rate. The fixed rate So the that, big question here is do you redeem them? Like you have to kind of do a little bit of calculating to see what Listen, if you have a series I bond yeah. that's at a zero percent fixed rate. You're past your one-year period where you cannot redeem it. Mm -hmm. And your three-month interest penalty is really very low. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not even 1%, really. If that is true, and your intention was, listen to me, everybody, to have an investment that was for inflation protection, you wanted an investment that was part of your fixed income portfolio, along with CDs and treasuries and maybe preferred stocks and dividend stocks, whatever it may be, then truthfully, you should redeem and buy this new one. Absolutely. However, if that wasn't your intention, if your intention was simply to invest in I-bonds to get the highest possible interest rates at the time, and you're really not interested in locking your money up with penalties for another five years. You're not interested in locking up your money where you cannot touch it at all for one year, which is what would be true if you bought new ones with the money from your old ones. Then you could redeem what you have right now, pay the taxes and penalties on it right now. 
but possibly take that money and buy certificates of deposit with it, buy treasury notes or bonds with it, or something else. You only redeem if you have a 0% fixed rate and your intention is that you want to hold I-bonds for the long term and you want to take advantage of the 1.3% fixed rate, and therefore, I would do it. Susie, question number seven. Wait, KT, did that make sense to you? Seriously? It did, because wait, listen to question seven. If I redeem my I-bond I bought that has 0% fixed rate and I buy a new one with the 1.3 fixed rate, do you know about how long it will take to make the three-month interest penalty back? Yeah. Assuming you have to be careful now when mm -hmm. you redeem, and you should only be redeeming when you have held your 0% bond long enough so that your renewal interest rate is in the 3.94% one, which is what it is right now. Mm -hmm. And that's what you've been renewed at. And you have to hold that for three months. If you do that, then your penalty to redeem is only going to be 0.985%. If that's true, if you compare that penalty of 0.985% to the 1.3% that you're going to pick up, it's going to be about seven or eight months till you have recaptured that penalty. So is that a good thing to do? Yeah, or not? It, it is. is. So but you can't like, but you have to know what percentage of your penalty are you going to pay? And you look at these things November 1st and May 1st every year, every six months. Right. But people, KT, didn't necessarily buy in May and November. Maybe they bought in December, January, February, March, April to get that other rate. Mm -hmm. And now their six months from that time isn't up in May when mm -hmm. the new one is. Oh. It's You see, so, so they six have to months be from very careful. Date. Everybody, you want to make sure that you're at the lowest possible interest rate, forget the fixed rate, because it doesn't play in this, you want to know that your variable rate is the lowest it could possibly be, and you have been getting that low rate for at least three months. Because if you haven't, they're going to ding you for the three-month interest penalty of the higher interest rate before it changed. Remember, it's the last three months of interest. So just because it's at a lower interest rate for you right now doesn't mean that you've been getting that lower interest rate. Mm. So be careful. You want to have it, you know, for at least three months where you have been earning it. So here's number eight. Susie, would you wait till next year to purchase these new I-bonds if at all, I have $10,000 to invest. Again, and I'm reiterating this. I'm sorry, KT, if I keep saying it no, over and over again. No, you have again. to because these questions yeah. if are you're, all the same. If your intention is to have inflation protection, if your intention is to not really sell these, it's to keep them 
and have that as part of your fixed income portfolio. Why wait till next year, right? The important part really is that this is something that you want to invest in. Just that simple. Why wait? You might as well do it now. The other thing you could do, just if you want to see if all you have is $10,000 that you're ever going to be able to invest in this, and you want to see what happens with inflation next year, maybe where is the fixed interest rate going to be next year? Why not do $5,000 this year and $5,000 next year? Then either way, you'll be fine. But you have until the end of April to take advantage of the 1.3% fixed rate. All right, Kate. So number nine. Are we almost done? Well, it gets a little (laughs) more confusing, I'm joking with you. Number nine. If I redeem and buy a new I-bond since taxes in an I-bond are tax deferred like an IRA, Susie, will I owe income tax on my interest or is it like an IRA rollover? So funny. So many people have asked me that question. Yeah. I, I don't know how to answer that. Right. Of course not. <laughs> no, it is not like an IRA rollover. When you redeem a series I bond or any part of a series I bond, and you haven't been paying the taxes on the interest annually, which most of you have not, the interest is tax deferred. When you go to redeem it, you are going to pay a three-month interest penalty if you're redeeming it within year two and five, and you will pay ordinary income taxes on it no matter when you redeem it. Ready for this one? This is about the clocks again. Susie, if I redeem my I-bond and buy a new one, Does the time clock start all over again? And if it does, is it worth it? The time clock, you you, so remind everyone about the clock. Yeah, remember when you buy an I bomb, you cannot touch it in year one, the first 12 months, no matter what. Years two, three, four, and five, there is a three month interest penalty after five years. You can redeem any amount of money from your I-bond with no penalty whatsoever. However, if you redeem an I-bond now and you take that money and buy a new one with it, absolutely the time clock starts all All over over again. again. So if you're in the third year or the fourth year of your I-bond already, because I've been telling you to buy I-bonds for a long time. I haven't recently told you to buy them, but for a long time, a while ago, you have to judge, is it worth it to start the time clock all over again? Because you are possibly one or two years away from there not being any penalty whatsoever to take out that money once you hit five years. That's, so you have, so the first year you can't touch it. Right. Year two through five, you can touch it and you get a three month penalty. After year five, you're scot-free. That's baby. right. So All you right. have to decide, is it worth it or not? Because let's just say interest rates skyrocket on us and maybe inflation doesn't necessarily, 
And now you want to take advantage of, you know what? I don't want the I-bond anymore. I want to lock in a 10-year treasury note or a two-year certificate of deposit or whatever it may be. Do you want to be in a situation where you can get at your money without any penalty? Mm -hmm. Probably. Uh huh. Okay. We're almost to the end of these questions. And I hope this is helping everyone. I'm still a little confused, but I have much more clarity as to what to do and what not to do. Who does? I do. KT does. How much you want to bet me if I go back and ask you all right, these? No, just ask me anything right now. Ask me any question. No, come on. Just All right. Keep so going. number 11. Oh, but trust me, when this <laughs> podcast is over, I am going to grill her. She does. All right. Number 11. I'm going to redeem my I-bond to buy a new one. I was told I should only redeem on the second of the month and wait to buy the new one till the end of the month. Why? Yeah, this is a tricky one. You have to know that it, whenever you redeem an I-bond in a month, you don't get interest. So if the I-bond was sitting there all the way to the 25th and you decided to redeem it, you wouldn't have made any interest for all those 25 days. So you have to know because your interest is credited on the very first of the month. You want to make sure that you get that interest. So I personally would wait till the second of the month, whatever month you're redeeming, to redeem and take out the money I want. In terms of purchasing an I-bond, you would want to wait till almost the end of the month because what's so strange, if you bought it on, let's say, the 25th, you would be credited as if you had purchased it on the very first of the month. So you get a whole month free of interest, so to speak. So you redeem on the second of the month. You purchase an I-bond towards the very end, end of the month. So sell in the beginning, buy at the end. Yeah, so for those of you who are redeeming your I-bonds to take advantage of the 1.3% fixed rate, redeem them on about the second of the month, and then put the money in a money market fund for like, you know, 20 days, earn interest there, and then what you can do is take the money and buy your Series I bond for the 1.3 fixed rate at like the 26th or 27th, unless it's the month of February, then do it earlier. And then you'll be credited interest from the very beginning of that month. Hmm. That's what you should do. Okay, so here's what I need you to do to wrap this up for everyone. All these questions, you know that everyone goes to Treasury Direct, which is a little bit difficult to, to kind of navigate and figure out. Yeah. Where can everyone go to get the answers again or the clarity from all these questions we just reviewed? Yeah. Like, it, how, can they, how can they get a simple, direct answer? And one that's always there for you, because the last thing I want to be doing, everybody, is spending every podcast explaining on how I-bonds work. But there are people out there that devote their entire, you know, channel that they tell you everything on, whether it's YouTube or blogs or whatever, that's all about I-bonds. So you have a favorite? I, I think I do, actually. But what I'll is get, it? I'll get there in one second. The reason that it's so complicated, KT, when you go to Treasury Direct, 
is when you look up the value of your I bonds, they always subtract three months of interest as if you had already gotten the three month interest penalty. So you don't really know the amount of money that you have in there. Now, one of my absolute favorite sites, and I've learned a lot from this gentleman. Mm. He has no idea I read him, but I do all the time. His name is David Enna, and he has a website or a blog that's on tipswatch.com. That's T-I-P-S, watch, W-A-T-C-H, dot com. And it was his columns, KT, that I would read most of the time or all the time, where I learned about a website that was created by a man by the name of Bob Hinckley. That's I-Bonds, E-Y-E-B-O-N-D-S dot info. That if you go there, everybody, and you push the little square that says I-Bonds, and then you look at the bottom of what comes up and you put the amount that you invested and you go to the left-hand side and just put the month that and year that you bought it, it will tell you exactly how much you have in there, exactly how much you have earned every single time. I think it's fabulous. I-Bonds, E-Y-E-B-O-N-D-S dot info. And again, it's tips watch.com. He has a frequently asked questions. He tells you everything. And a lot of you need to read this. A lot of times when it's a video or even a podcast or whatever, you forget. it can get confusing. When it's something that you can print out and it's written for you and it was written as a blog, it's really far easier to understand. So KT, really, that's where everybody should go. I hope this clear. Do you want to test me? <laughs> want to give me a test? Just right. give me a test. I have an I-bond mm -hmm. that's paying 6% that I bought, 6.38%. Mm -hmm. All right. And it's at a 0% interest rate. Mm -hmm. And I bought it maybe a year or so ago. Should I redeem it for the new ones? No. Why? I would hold it because you bought it about a year. <laughs> All right, everybody. So until <laughs> Sunday school, which will be Susie's school, okay? It's just that easier. Why do we want everybody to know Miss Travis? Wherever I go, I'll create <laughs> a more peaceful, joyful, loving world and learn everything I need to know about I-bonds. And if you do that... You will be unstoppable. unstoppable. I'm unstoppable. I'm a no breaks. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. Mine's so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman is acting as a certified financial planner, advisor, a certified financial analyst, an economist, CPA, accountant, or lawyer. 
Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman make any recommendations as to any specific securities or investments. All content contained in this podcast is for informational and general purposes only and does not constitute financial accounting or legal advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and financial advisors regarding your particular situation. Neither Susie Orman Media nor Susie Orman accepts any responsibility for any losses which may arise from accessing or reliance on information in this podcast. And to the fullest extent permitted by law, we exclude all liability for loss, damages, direct or indirect, arising from the use of this information. The must-have documents discussed in this podcast are legal documents created by a lawyer and distributed by Hay House.